On today's episode of The Keeg, we talk about the geek news of the week, including the new Pixar movie, Onward. Onward is a fantasy movie. You guys have any fantasies? Only about you. Oh, yeah. Stop. Stop. He hasn't made me blush. you from Comic Hero University in Fullerton, California. This is The Keeg. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and we got stuff to talk about and not much time. So let's get to it. I brought two guests and I'm going to introduce them right now. And I'm pretty much going to just say what I'm doing. I feel like I'm walking everyone through my thought process right now. Uh, so I'm Dimitri Pereira. To my left, we got actor slash comedian Nathan Shu. Hello. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. You've been on the show before. I have. Uh, last season. Last season. We had a three-episode season. Uh, last season. Well, you were on one of them. I'm honored to be a part of it. That's like a third of your you, last season. Yeah. You were on a third. That's a pretty That's big a chunk. Lot. Yeah. Season three, we does had 22 as... episodes. Season four, we had three. Okay. Does that count as being like a, a season regular? Yeah. I think you get attacked partly for it. I think there's a whole SAG thing oh, good. going on. I got to start building my yeah. points. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, to the left of Nathan, we got Robert Thompson. First hello, hello. time. Yes. First time. Uh, you are a comedian. You have your own podcast. Yep. Uh, Robert Land Podcast. See. Where we talk about, uh, what is it? All uh, lands dedicated yeah. to Robert? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, in my brain. All yeah. the personalities and things going on. No, it's a theme park comedy podcast. Yeah. So any crazy stories from your theme park uh, experiences and uh, just about rides, anything to do with theme parks and movies and yeah. Yeah. So. You were t- cool. you were telling me earlier about like de- decapitations on yes, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, doing this podcast has definitely shown me that uh, theme parks are not an innocent place, and a lot of terrible things happen at <laughs> <Yeah>. theme parks. <laughs> uh, so it's yeah, it's wonderful. A lot yeah. of lot of stories of decapitation, people conceiving children on children's rides. It's crazy. Conceiving it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Has anyone given birth on a ride? Uh, oh yeah. Oh definitely. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, the G forces just <laughs> yeah, yeah, just. <laughs> just yeah. Well, I would feel like it could also be the opposite, like like she's about to give birth, but, but suddenly it, they, they accelerate they forward and it goes back in. <laughs> like, that could be a thing. Yes. That sounds gross, uh, but that's what happened with my mom and me. So. What? Yeah. I was uh, I was post-mature. I'm very, I'm very mature for my age. Post-mature, in fact. <laughs> uh, I stayed there a little bit longer. I cooked a little longer, so. Because you were on a roller coaster? Because I was, no, not because I was on oh. a roller coaster. But the other part was real. Oh. But not the roller coaster Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm glad we got the pleasantries out of the way. Because <laughs> we got to hit the docket hard. And when I mean the docket, I mean all the things that we need to talk about. But before we get to all the things we need to talk about, okay, let's uh, let's talk about what you're all about right now, Nathan. Um, what do you what are you up to? What do you what are you all about? I uh, oh, I mean, the last I say six months or so, I've just started learning about D and D. Okay, I've always been interested in, in the subject. Yeah. Um, but I have only now recently started getting into it, um, and it's about time. And I've really hit the ground running with it. I've, you know, I've joined a couple campaigns, right? And uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. So that's that's what I've been into. I didn't know that it was a recent thing for you. That recent yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Because because uh, so we you just, were yeah you, we're playing together. Uh huh. And it's new to me. D and D specifically, right. I play Call of Cthulhu, um, but like D and D specifically, I, and so I thought you had more experience. Um, with that. I've I've played a little bit 
of, of other tabletop RPGs um, and different uh, iterations of um, and you know some weird things here and there, but but doing a true like D and D five edi- uh, fifth edition campaign, these uh, I've really only started in the last six months. Oh. It's okay. Well, you could have fooled me, but I guess everybody seems smarter when you're hanging out with idiots, right? No. Yeah. Not at all. That's what it is. That's nope. what it is. I would never say that. Okay. You did though. Yeah, uh, I did. <laughs> uh, uh, Robert, what are you all about right now? Uh, right now, uh, I've I've been getting into. Uh, a lot of uh, Ernie Kovacs. He was like a television personality in the 50s. Okay. I've been looking at a lot of his stuff because it's really inspiring to me. It's kind of like uh, Eric Andre in the 1950s. And he was like okay. a television pioneer. Yeah. But he did really bizarre stuff. Like, he had uh, a bunch of people dressed up as apes, like, no gambling on yeah. TV. And he would, he would address people off camera, which was not normal at all for television in the 50s. Okay. So uh, I've been, like, diving really big into that. It's just really absurdist kind of silly stuff which was really inspiring to me it's pretty wacky and out there and he'd guest host the Tonight Show sometimes and, okay uh, so he's on like network TV yeah yeah okay. but he started public television and yeah he had like a essentially like a blow up doll as his co-host at one point it was very they allowed that yeah, on, yeah. on TV <laughs> I guess. I mean, he didn't refer Back to... then? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, you know, I have sex with this doll. But yeah, yeah it was a blow-up doll yeah. on, on television in the 50s. <laughs> and, wow, uh, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah, that kind of stuff just really inspiring. Whenever I can find anything like that that's absurdist and ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, Do you feel yeah. like that's your style? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that I am more weird than I am. But uh, I love... It's just that stuff inspires me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I... I I don't want to call out your shirts, but your shirts are pretty wild and out there. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know. I, I, you know, I, I'm an eccentric guy. I like to <laughs> try to escape it sometimes, but yeah. it just, you know, it's like, what, what's that line in uh, Scarface or what? What is that? I'll, they try to, they pull me back in. Whatever. Uh, what's that movie? God, Godfather Three. Okay. Uh, the worst Godfather. So what I'm trying to say is I'm the worst Godfather. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fair. Uh, hopefully you don't have any god children. No, 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 no uh, children yet. Uh, god children, but yes. Yeah. Either. <laughs> um, I uh, uh, I find your fashion very Louis Stevens from Even Stevens. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that's yeah. specific. It's reference. very specific. Yeah. I mean, I I used oh I used to love Even Stevens. Is that Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, Shia no, LaBeouf's okay, character. Yeah. In it. Yeah. I used to have big curly hair like. Oh really? Too. Yeah. I don't oh, know okay. what happened. But. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, was so good back then, and I wish that Shia LaBeouf wouldn't take himself as seriously as he does now and go back to comedy. Because, like, even when he was on, on SNL, like, have you ever seen that when Shia LaBeouf was on SNL? I think it was once. And, like, he's so good. He's so funny. But when he doesn't he, take himself seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now he does, and, I mean, what are you going to do? That's, that is one of my pet peeves, both in people and in celebrities, is mm-hmm. when they take themselves too seriously. Yeah. It's just like, okay. Especially when you started in comedy. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. But I think that's probably why he wants to get away from it, because, have you guys seen the movie with uh, Honey, uh, was it Honey Boy, or whatever? Oh. It's a movie where he plays his own dad, it's his life story, and he casted somebody else as himself, mm-hmm. and he plays his dad, and it's this, like, interesting. really, I, I didn't get to see the movie, but, like, it looks really interesting. Huh. Um, I can get a look it up. Yeah. Well, because his dad was very, you know, there's like stage moms. There's like stage, like his dad was a stage dad. Huh. So his dad was a rodeo clown or something. <laughs> and like, huh. and pushed him into comedy. So maybe he just doesn't want to do comedy. Well. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. So, you know. Glad we all haven't seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. Now we're talking uh, about Let's it. talk about a movie we have not seen, which is that 
money boy. No, uh, let's talk about what's actually <laughs> on the itinerary for today. Uh, let's talk about a movie, again, that we have not seen but was set to come out in April, which is No Time to Die, the uh -huh. new 007 James Bond movie. Um, d uh, no Time to Die was supposed to come out in April, got moved back to November, not for reshoots, and I don't know whether they've officially stated why it's gotten moved back, but there's one of two theories. The first theory is that uh, the whole coronavirus uh, uh, problem will affect box office sales, and thus they want to move it to hopefully in November where we don't have to worry about that and they can sell more tickets. But I heard this move is going to cost them big. Um, sure. Do you guys have uh, any opinions about that? Well, I know I know that also part of that same theory yeah. is that it, it's not necessarily U.S. domestic sales oh, okay. as much as, as it is the overseas sales. Okay. They're worried about it not selling well in in China. Okay. Because they're dealing with yeah. some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean everything and, that we have here, they have it worse. Right. And, and so they they were. I think it, it's more about the international sales. Okay. If that is the theory that we're going yeah. with, um, that would be my guess because I don't think it's. I, yes, it's an outbreak here, yeah. but it's not nearly on the scale. I think that they're right. uh, panicking. I guess. Yeah. It's. I don't think it's keeping people out of public areas. Yeah. Here. Yeah. The way I think it would be overseas. Right. Linking up with the whole China thing is that they wanted to move Mulan back. But that's coming out in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. End of March. Yeah. And so it was too late for them to move it back. So probably also with the link to China, they would want the Chinese audiences to, to watch Mulan and, you know, get right. ticket sales off of that. But it's too late to move that. So it is what it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did, did you have any thoughts about that? Well, uh, you know, that is interesting because I, I, would, I would assume that, uh, yeah, they would... They push back the uh, the James Bond thing for international yeah. purposes. I could see that. We have Mulan. That's going to be like a test to see like yeah how the market is right now with what's going on. Right. Because mm -hmm. like I saw Onward yesterday. Yeah. And I remember it was a little light. <laughs> so it's. Do you like, think it's still it's affecting people right now? Because uh, when we saw Onward yesterday, it was it was light. Pretty, well, it wasn't packed. Right. It, we, we oh yeah, sit, it was. We, yeah, we had to sit in the first two rows. Yeah, that's right. But it was also a small theater. It was a theater. smaller theater. Yeah. Uh, there what weren't time? that many show times. It was six fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it was, yeah, you know, right. it was a it was a, a busy time. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, but, I think it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's hard and, to tell. Uh, yeah, especially on on such a small scope of like just anecdotal. Yeah. But we'd have to look at statistics for that. Um, so who does that? But <laughs> I mean, I think that like that's a that's a thing to think about. Also, you bring up the yeah. international sales because even if American audiences are like, eh, we'll still see our movies. Right. I mean, American audiences will, will just we'll do a lot stupider. Than yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> uh, it could also be, and this is what I heard. The theory is that the plot of the movie has to do with a viral outbreak, sure. and whether it be uh, uh, there's a sensitivity issue to that plot point right now. Right. Um, again, probably wouldn't hurt American sensitivities too much. Um, but Maybe, yeah. internationally, yeah. you know, when there's more deaths internationally than there is here, uh, yeah. that could affect things. And I mean, I don't know. It's hard because I, I mean, I, I rewatched the trailer, yeah, and I didn't notice anything that they're talking about yeah. that, that hints at that. Yeah, but who? I mean, who knows? Yeah. like the, it, it, uh, it. The trailer just feels like a normal James Bond yeah. trailer. It didn't yeah. seem like 
it didn't give any details away that yeah. I was like just nondescript like spy things. Yeah. Right? So so I don't know if that is a marketing play on purpose if they're yeah. trying to keep whatever it is right uh, a secret whatever the the big bad thing is going to be in this yeah. one. Um, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe there's a big plot point that uh, is a little on. Maybe there's like the Modelo virus or something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's right. something in there that's Wait, way did you on just the change nose. To another, another beer. No, another string. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, 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 real clever. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, you could have fooled me. I was like, oh, is that a <laughs> the Modelo virus? The Modelo you virus. Heard? That was like it was like the eighties, I think. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Well, well, the Mandela virus. The, Manda- oh. the Mandela. Uh, did you hear about that coronavirus, uh, or that Corona beer uh, was gonna is was gonna give money to the CDC or whatever to change the name? I don't know if this is real or not. To change the name from coronavirus wow. to something it's, else, it's oh, but then wow. they said they would give them extra money to change it to the Bud Light virus. <laughs> it, this could all just be a That's joke. Really funny. This could yes. just, or it could just be a marketing type right. joke that Corona's like. We'll do it if you guys want it. Ha ha ha! But like uh, the uh, Bud Light, I don't like Bud Light, so I'm cool with it. Call the Bud Light virus. You know, sure. Uh, unless you're playing beer pong, I don't know what the point is for Bud Light uh, in society. Um, but here, here's an interesting question about that: is should movies be sensitive to whatever big thing is going on? I think they have to, to an extent. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of the time, I mean, it, it happens constantly, both in TV and in movies, yeah. where it's like, uh, you know, uh, there will be a tragedy well after that the the thing got shot, yeah. like whatever, whatever footage has been shot, and it's been in the editing room for who knows how long, Yeah. and then an event will happen right before the airing and it's yeah. like oh, oh boy so it just happens right and and it takes a very intelligent audience member to realize that that's not how that works and they're not like, making they didn't, fun of things they're not trying to exploit it correct right well, has there been something recently like uh there, there, well I mean the, remember, I think the first Spider-Man had the Twin Towers oh right? yeah the trailer and, he, he he spins a web between the Twin Towers and they catches the helicopter. I saw that trailer once and then they pulled it. Right. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, like, because you were saying, uh, people may not be, ke- like, uh, privy to that that's a coincidence, which is a very sad sign of uh, oh, yeah. humanity. Because yeah. I, I remember seeing the first Paranormal Activity movie, uh-huh. and it was it was a rip roaring adventure. It was a you know it was a it was a smash hit. Everyone in the audience was engaged and terrified. And after the movie, <laughs> I went with a group of people, and this uh, one gentleman uh, thought it was a documentary film. Uh, so the CG demon face at the end, he thought was real. So it wouldn't surprise me if people think that uh, you know the, they, they oh, made yeah. the James Bond movie in a day about the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I yeah. The I mean, there's the stupidity of some people, but then there also is like a sensitivity issue that I think that maybe they're trying. I don't think. The studios care about our well-being of our souls, of our hearts. No, I think it's, it's about ticket sales. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, and so moving, moving. No time to die, though, is gonna cost them big. I was, I was we'll see. allegedly, and I have no idea what the historical precedent for this is. Is that November is like a big month for for um, 
James Bond movies? I, like I, historically? Yeah, it's always been usually November mm. anyways. Yeah. I believe. I, yeah. yeah, each month has its own thing and like uh and like there's summer blockbuster season. Right. There's November for like yeah, James Bond. James Bond. Um uh, in December, they you know there's a couple movies that like do come out in December that are like feel good family things. Family right. movies tend to come out, and then it goes into the dry spell for like January, you know. But like, I mean, I guess yeah, James Bond does do November. I don't know why they made it in April to begin with. Right. But maybe I, I don't know. Maybe they like had to film it in a certain gap of time. And they didn't want to wait too long for it to get to November I, to release it. I don't know. I don't know if because April's not did, summer. Did the marketing either. start at a particular time when they were trying to coast off of another movie? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah. Were they trying to gar- gather like hype, like ride somebody else's train? Yeah, yeah maybe. I don't know. Yeah, there's so many reasons they could have done that. I think it might be because of the gap between the the last Bond and this one. Sure. Yeah. Maybe they're just like, oh, it's you been know. a while. Yeah, it has yeah, been yeah. a while, right? Well, because every every Bond movie that comes out is like Daniel Craig's like. This is going to be my last. Yeah. And it's not his last. I mean, this one's like... Okay. Has he autom- already done more giant James Bond movies than any other person? Like, it's... Spot- I don't no? know. No, I think... Uh, I think Roger Moore was like 80 when he stopped doing yeah. that Bond how many, how many movies did he do? Uh, he did, I think he did like seven. Oh, okay. And this is... Uh, five, or, five or six? Five or... Probably five. Casino Royale, Quantum Solace, Skyfall, Spectre... No time to die. So That's five. five. Did I say yeah? I don't know what I was doing. Five. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, Some Bond fan is gonna yeah. be really angry. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, you missed this <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan did four. Yeah, he did four. So um, I don't know. You know, yeah. you were too young. You would have been too young for yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Um, but you know. Uh, so moving on past James Bond and No Time to Die, uh, let's talk about the new publishing initiative that's coming to Star Wars comics and Star Wars books, which is this new High Republic uh, uh, concept, yes. right? I think it's interesting that Star Wars is is doing a concept initiative on their like printed material, like that's going to kind of mm-hmm. be on, on books and things. But High Republic's supposed to take place. 200 years before episode one, before the Skywalkers come about, right? Right. And it's like this golden age of this Republic, the High Republic, right? Mm-hmm. Where literally they're using a lot of gold in, in their promotional yeah. stuff. Um, have you guys, are, are you guys Star Wars fans? Are you a Star Wars fan? No, uh, I hate it. It's the worst. Yes, yeah. I love Star Wars. Yeah. Are um, you excited for this? Absolutely. I, I think it's a really interesting, I mean... It's something that is relatively untouched in terms of, like, the greater Star Wars timeline. Right. Um, and it... I I like the imagery that they're going with. I wonder if it's related to them seeing the uh, the success of The Mandalorian being yeah. sort of a space western. Right. And saying, like, whoa, can we do Star Wars in other genres? Like can we Right. Can we do... Like, they're literally calling it... The, the Jedi Knights of the Round Table. Oh, okay. And they're calling the villains, like, Space Vikings. Like, oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah, really yeah. trying to explore, I think, uh, the, the the conflict they were saying is going to come in from the Outer outer Rim, so there's going to be a lot of, like, Space Ranger-style yeah. Jedi Knights. Okay. Or, like, the Sheriff okay. kind of character yeah. archetype in these stories, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that it will be interesting yeah. and, and, and good material. Yeah. 
I know they're going big in terms of like you know giving stuff to Marvel and and spreading out who is actually publishing each uh, individual comic or story. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of books, a lot of comics coming out for this. I think it's interesting that they chose not to go with the old Republic. Right. Um, which everybody had been talking about for years, right? Is that well, there right. should be movies, there should be more things about the old Republic now that Marvel has it. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to trek forward using new things but old things, right? Well, it's right. very similar. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 think, uh, I think the High Republic is very... Uh, 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 perfect for the times, you know, with the legalization of marijuana and stuff, so yeah. <laughs> I think the stoner genre is perfect for Star Wars yeah. these days. Uh, so. It's all about genre mashing, it's, yeah. Uh, They're doing what Jack in the Box is doing. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a, a Rastafari, you know, yeah. just like the guy in Smuggler's Run, uh, whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I always thought name? Kit Fisto, you know Kit Fisto from, yes. um, he was the green one with the with the tentacles. Uh, yeah, he yeah. looks like he has dreads. He could be Rastafarian. Sure. Green, dreads. Sure. I think, I feel like there's a thing there. Uh, talking about green, though, is that because it's 200 years before, we're dealing with a younger Yoda. That's yes. what I've heard. Oh, That's yeah. what, uh, he, he's He could appear. Because he's 900 years old or something in, when he dies. Yeah. So, so he's, he's, he's in... 850-maybe-ish. He's in his in, prime prequels Would so you, he'd be 650 sure yeah, yeah. I, I, I that looks like the most pleasant way to die too just like disappearing like yeah. that like how yoda passed away yeah um so that i'd love to die that way just disappear in a motel six like <laughs> <little blanket. laughs> after living in a motel six with no one around you uh-huh. for 20 years and then some random kid shows up yeah and then you go ah yes i have secrets <laughs> for you and then you die and then you die <laughs> ah <laughs> in uh, fiction, when a character is always like, "I didn't tell you on my," but let me tell you on my dying breath. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what? No. <laughs> it's like uh, one thing. I mean, no doubt, in no time to die, there's going to be someone in no time to die who's like, "I've been shot," but here's a cryptic thing. <laughs> Look up Zodiac. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Just tell me the whole thing while you're alive. Yeah. yeah why do we wait? Why do yeah. we wait until? Don't it's... go to a secondary location. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but with High Republic though, there's a Wookiee Jedi. Mm-hmm. The, oh, wow. the the lightsabers have hilts. Uh huh. Which there's, is I noticed a pink lightsaber in some of the concept art. Okay. It was kind of hard to tell if it was a stylistic thing where it's a purple lightsaber, but it yeah. just kind of looks like it's yeah. pink. But I think it looked like it was like a magenta e, uh, which which I don't know if we've seen a lot of no. post removal of all of yeah. the old extended and right. you know, once they, they purged the old uh, extended universe yeah. and decided to redo it from scratch. So Maybe they're not sticking to the the lightsaber rules that we know now. Right. With I the High Republic. I don't And it's just like pick a color. Well, because in uh, allegedly in the origins of the Jedi or whatever, it, it mattered, right? If you had a blue lightsaber, you were much more physical in terms of your right. use of the Force. If you're a green lightsaber, you were much more. It was much more about mental. It was right. about uh, uh, combating the Sith at its core. Yeah. And then you know the yellow lightsabers are more of these like high temple artificery mm. uh, keepers of knowledge right. and whatnot. And then purple is Mace Windu. Right, purple. <laughs> right, it's Mace Windu. Okay. But it's also people who who start to dabble and and let uh, their emotions come into their use of the mm. Force, which is a very Sith-like characteristic. So that the purple is symbolically like yeah. The closest a Jedi would get to being like a gray Jedi yeah. is having a purple lightsaber symbolizing their. I don't like the Jedi in the prequels. Like, I feel like they're all, it's all very corrupted. You're not allowed to love. Well, that's the point. Yeah. 
and, and it's like, okay, maybe High Republic might give me a little more faith in the Jedi Order right. if they're doing good. Or it might just make me be like, oh yeah, they've always been corrupt. Right. Like, anytime you get a bunch of do-gooders together and, and they and, fight with each other and like, they're holier than thou. Mm-hmm. They're literally holier than thou. I'm interested to see, like, maybe maybe at that time, right, when they started to set up these these rules, it made sense yeah. then. The way that they set up the rules in that time period works, and then when you fast forward to the prequels, they tried to hold on to those yeah. old ideals, and it and it caused them to go into corruption. I don't know if that's yeah. an avenue that they're going to take with the story. I don't know. All I know is if in High Republic they're allowed to love, right? Right. I, I would hate to be that guy in two in those two hundred year span to be like, hey guys, how about this? We don't have sex. <laughs> and, and everyone, yep. Uh, All right. Uh, Let them use their lightsaber. Yeah. You know, I don't know. No. What? What is? Uh, how old is the Jedi? Have they ever like said that? Like, what, there's only thousands of yeah, years I mean, old, yeah, right? But they've evolved and, well, and over time. So young Yoda is supposed to be in High Road or High, 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 Republic? High Republic. He's yes. Alive for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, whether I, I don't I, know that they've out like outspokenly. I haven't it. seen anything of him in the artwork, or yeah. they, I don't think they've mentioned him. But he's around. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's you know so, some. He's gonna pop. He has to pop right. up at some cameo. Point, right. I think he'll cameo yeah. in some way yeah. within the books. In right. The, in the comics. They right. Like, well, we gotta go. Or, what, what or like he's alluded like? to. Would he look like? Just super attractive. It's gonna I, be just like young, young yeah. Yoda is like. Be Zac Efron is yeah. Yoda. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> uh, let it let it be stated that that was your go-to. Zac Efron's yeah, exactly. your go-to. Yeah, that, that's a subconscious thing. That's yeah. my standard of male uh, beauty. I don't yeah. know. Uh, that's understandable. <laughs> Uh, I think that there's a lot of like cool things that they can do with the High Republic, and like you know, like I don't know if you guys go to conventions and whatnot. There's going to be people in like gold robes, oh, yeah. and, like oh, doing yeah. High Republic cosplay. The art looks of, so cool. It does look really cool. The costumes, I love what yeah. they're showing. It it does look kind of old westy yeah. mixed with like Jedi robes. Yeah. It's really cool looking. I mean, yeah. Uh, space Vikings as the villains look cool. Yes. Like. Like uh, that concept sounds cool. I saw some artwork with like uh, some things, and I was like, okay. I, I saw some clip where they were saying that they're bringing in the guy who designed uh, Darth Maul mm. to help create some of the designs of mm. these Jedi, which mm. I think is going to look awesome. Because Darth Maul was so like really unique when yes, it came out. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, as uh, I mean, you're a Star Wars fan, but not like too yeah, like, like uh, hardcore, yeah, casual, like because uh, you know there's there's a lot there to, to sink your teeth into. Oh yeah, um, you know I, I I personally love to see them bring back Dash Randar from uh, yeah 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 that would have been great, but I don't think he's canon. He's anymore. He's not canon anymore. Yeah, it's, it's his ship supposedly is. I heard his ship is at the end of Ra- either. It's in. It's, it's in, the, in Rise of Skywalker in all when all the ships come in. Right. I heard it is. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I, like you know. not. I've seen Rise of Skywalker, but, but I didn't haven't. like pinpoint every little thing. Right. But know? yeah, I think uh, I think what we're seeing though now with like the success of the Mandalorian is like look how many people are talking about the Mandalorian over the last Star Wars. Like that's the yeah. last of the yeah. Skywalker genre. And I honestly, I I don't know if I'll see it again. Not that I had any strong feelings toward it but yeah. like the Mandalorian it brought something it was very simple and like mm-hmm. there's a lot to it that I think I don't know just intrigued everybody and yeah. it brought excitement back into it and right. I think yeah. like 
that's what will probably happen with this is like you i mean it could be yeah like uh, nights the round table there's so many things that they can do within that universe that they haven't yeah. done so it's it's exciting yeah yeah and it's good because it disney has a hand in all of it mm -hmm. and there's all these mediums where they could test it out in comics and, and if it plays well make it into a game if it, if, yeah if it make plays it into a show make, make it, it into a show yeah. now like disney is looking for more disney plus content yeah like so like they will put money into it if they feel like that'll bring right. viewers. Like, there could be a High Republic uh, show. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, test well. I really like that we're, we're going deeper into the timeline that already exists as yeah. opposed to trying to go further into the future. Yeah. I think that there's, like, we have so much to explore that is basically uncharted territory. Right. Yeah. In terms of, like, the, the greater Star Wars timeline. Right. Um, and we don't need to retread on origin stories for every character that we right. know. Let, I like, like this. Let's deal with the time period. Yeah, that let's do new characters. Seen. Mandalorian, new characters, yeah. right? What about the Conehead Jedi? From, Ki Adimundi? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, from the he, prequels? He concurs a lot. That's all yeah. I know. Is, yeah, he, there, there's an internet <laughs> theory stating that Ki Adimundi is the reason the Republic fell. It's because all his choices in the prequels against Anakin drove Anakin. He seemed kind of smarmy. Uh, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll have to... The I'll have to yeah, the theory through. is like, he's the reason why Yoda got taken off of Coruscant into Kashyyyk in episode three, which... Because he's the one that says, what about the droid attack on the yeah. Wookiees? And then Yoda's like, mm, yeah, I'll go there. Yeah. And then he's not around <laughs> yeah, to, to stop, to uh, stop uh, Anakin from slaughtering young ones. Yeah. Or to stop em the Emperor from killing uh, well, yeah. Mace Windu, uh, Kit Fisto, those guys. So, Keanu Mundi is all his the fault. big villain. Yeah. Um, no, uh, it is to be said, like, you could, like, the whole, like, by being so passive, you know, you let evil take over. I don't know. I, one of the things that I read about uh, the High Republic yeah. is that the question that they all asked themselves, all these writers got together into, yeah. like, this They've big had retreat. a huge, yeah. Right, like yeah. they all and they all, all different writers from different you know uh, uh, publishers and whatnot all got together and they because they want to keep it coherent. They yeah. want to kind of reference each other's works. They want to keep this storyline all part of the same right. universe. Um, Which and, is also a uh, side note is what Marvel uh, kind of did with uh, Powers of X with the whole X Men oh. thing. They they did this new initiative with X Men to keep it very self contained. This guy named Jonathan Hickman oversaw it. With a bunch of other writers, mm. and so like they're doing very something very similar with X Men. I so think Star Wars. I think that it's just like why would you do it any other way? Like why when, whenever you can create those parallels and and draw connections from one medium to another or yeah. one story to another, why wouldn't you? Right. Um, but I one of the questions that they asked the writers is what scares the Jedi, mm. and that apparently was the question that spurred all of their imaginations to kind of like start like okay how what are, what scares the jedi yeah. and that's what this kind of time period is going to be about okay there's some cataclysmic event apparently that's kind of kicks off the era oh i i read that it's something something yeah, happens something happens and that's going to be kind of the the undertone of yeah 
all of these stories. And that sounds cool. It and sounds so cool. You know, it's all comics... irrational fears that'd be hilarious. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're afraid of cotton yeah. or something. Like, it's just, they can do anything with yeah. spiders. We've yeah. run out of gold for our robes. No! And they're like, no! And it's like, all really... we have is kind of dark brown and gray. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> no, I'm not really good at public speaking. Uh... <laughs> just, um, just imagine everyone in their under robes. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I think that there's a lot of cool things, and only time will tell uh, what High Republic brings us, and whether that'll boost the comic sales, the Star Wars comic sales, whether it'll bring people back to books, because honestly, like, book sales can have gotten up in the last 15 years. Well, I, I, right? bet, I bet that it's it's largely going to ebooks and such, which yeah. I actually think that that would, like, Star Wars books would capitalize yeah. on that. Especially, you The know, way of the future? Right. I think it's, yeah. you know, there's something... To uh, reading future books about, yeah. even though it's a, in a galaxy far, far away, yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, I, I mean, growing up, I always liked Star Wars books better than comic books. Mm. Uh, Star Wars books better than Star Wars comic books. Right. I always liked the medium of books for Star Wars better than comic books, because uh, because co Star Wars aesthetically can be kind of boring because a lot of it, like drawn wise, right. because a lot of it is old and kind of worn down, mm -hmm. especially like Moss Eisley and like all the yeah. ships and stuff. Uh, the book was just always more vivid huh. all the different books uh, that's me personally interesting but you know I guess we'll see what the High Republic has um, but the real meat and potatoes of this episode is a movie that we all saw mm -hmm. um, uh, it is a little Pixar movie called Onward a movie revolving around two elf brothers trying to bring their father back using magic in a fantasy world that has no magic uh, right do you guys, uh, before we get into your thoughts about the actual uh, thing, but what were your thoughts going into the movie or even seeing the trailer for the first time, um, Robert? Uh, oh, I, to me, it, it aesthetically didn't look too much like a Pixar movie. It yeah. looked more like, yeah. a, like a DreamWorks movie. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I mean, I'm a big fan of Pixar, and uh, I didn't really have high expectation because I felt yeah. like... They, they didn't really advertise it a lot, and it felt yeah. like they're almost like hiding something, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was knowing that Dan Scanlon did it because I really enjoyed uh, Monsters University, uh -huh. uh, and I thought it was hilarious. I was, you know, open-minded to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, but I didn't know what to expect really. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the same experience. Like, I, I saw the trailers, so I understood. Like, the the plot is generally going to be about this. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, and and the world is kind of fantasy esque. Yeah. But that's basically about all I knew about it. Right. I di I didn't know much more than that, and yeah. it, it did seem kind of vague in yeah. their marketing for it, um, which I, I don't think the story was in any no. way, shape, or form. It was really interesting. Like yeah. it, it was a very engaging story. I I definitely got welled up by the end. Like, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, Pixar, okay, I, I knew that going in, I was like, every Pixar movie makes me cry. Yeah. Like, no matter yeah. what. Because it always has something, right? Yeah. Uh, this one specifically, though, I was like, I saw in the in the trailer, I'm like, there's only a couple of ways this ends. Mm -hmm. And it does not end with a happy ending. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. and true enough. It it's a bittersweet ending. It's a bittersweet yeah. ending. So, uh when we talk about movies on the show, we do allow spoilers, so hopefully people uh, watching uh, have already seen this, uh, and so uh, we are allowed to talk freely about it, Great. and hopefully anyone with an earshot um, has either seen the movie or doesn't mind spoilers about Onward. 
but uh, but Han so, Solo dies. Han Solo, Solo does dies. die in onward. In onward. <laughs> Um, Onward. Onward. (laughs) That's a damn (laughs) older spinoff. These crossovers are getting crazy. I know. Um, I I knew going in, so I'm an older brother. Okay. And so I have uh, six six years younger than me. Yeah. Um, And so when I saw that this was a movie about two brothers, I went, oh, this isn't going to end well. No. Because I have a big soft spot for for being an older brother and whatnot. Um, and by, uh, oh, it got me yeah. good. <laughs> oh, um, are you, do you have, do you have I, any brothers? I, I'm, I'm the younger brother where okay. you're apart and yeah, that, that dynamic of the, the, the brothers, uh, yeah, it real, it hits you in the gut, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, sometimes I always feel like those, the, the Pixar movies, they'll like, uh, they're like emotionally manipulative Yeah. and I'm like, all right, they're really like good dinosaur is one that I feel like it just, for some reason I was, uh, I wanted the the movie I felt like was just going too hard at like it's another dead dad dinosaur dead um, parent okay. dinosaur movie. I still have not and, seen Good Dinosaur. I haven't well, either. But, well, it's yeah. uh, so so this one I knew that like you know that going into it that their their dad is deceased. Yeah. But yeah, it still got to me and just yeah yeah it's still it, it it's a yeah, yeah yeah but that that dynamic of the brothers I thought was great. Yeah. What did you guys yeah. think about the actual actual movie having watched it? I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. I thought that the the work they did in the world building uh, yeah. was incredible. Like it's it's this fantasy world that used to be the high fantasy D- Dungeons and Dragons style yeah. Lord of the Rings kind of world that we all know. Yeah. And then technology came around because magic was too hard for people. Right. It, so 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 somebody invented a light bulb, and then somebody invented a, a an oven yeah. instead of a wood oven. Like and and that technology started to and then magic faded away yeah fairies stopped using their wings yeah uh and then the magicians just kind of faded out yeah um or the, or the wizards and the sorcerers yeah. and whatnot. but magic is still out there right and, and it's part of if you really want to right enough. like you and 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 it's implied that it is a spark like that you have it's an innate quality that mm-hmm. you either do or do not have mm-hmm. um that element of magic yeah um and so Again, I think that first of all, that just that concept yeah. is really interesting. Yeah, a magical world that has progressed past magic. Yeah, to the point where it's not commonplace. Yeah, uh, you you have a history with fantasy movies and the genre. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love that uh, legend and <laughs> other than Ridley Scott movie and uh, a lot of uh, yeah. I'm big on. Uh, fairy tales and Grimm's fairy tales and yeah. all that stuff and what what I uh, was curious about is what they were going to do with the world because I wasn't sure on that either like how they were mm-hmm. going to define what this world is yeah. and I, I hate to keep bringing up the good dinosaur it reminds me <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of it because I feel like they're going to be like kind of an under the radar Pixar movie yeah. kind of like yes and because it, it wasn't promoted very well yeah. it feels but I loved this movie I thought it was yeah. great yeah. and I thought that it was a lot because in the <laughs> again with the good dinosaur I'm obsessed <laughs> with it but they didn't really they, and they changed what it was about it was about like the good dinosaur was supposed to be if if the uh uh if the, oh, the, the comet, mis- comet didn't yeah, happen, the but, it, mis- but it didn't really explore that at all. No? In this, they explore those rules of yes. like, and 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 I I thought uh, they did a great job, and I, I don't know if there's some sort of like uh, subtext to like the world we live in now, where it's all technology and we're kind of yeah. getting driven away, and you know from the magic of the you know 
our yes. roots, yeah, our roots <laughs> which don't sound very magical. Uh, <laughs> Maybe it's about inspiration. But yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I was trying to dive extent. into that theme. I was trying to, th like, even right now, I'm trying to think about it, trying to word it properly. But, like, things are too easy, so we take the easier route, right? And what do we miss? And what do we miss? What's that, the that magic? Was, what's that, what's that the magic that we can use? But don't. And that is a common theme in the entire story. They bring it up a couple of times. Where so so they have to start going on this quest, and and so there's a freeway that yeah. takes you straight to where they want to go. Yeah. And then the older brother's like, no 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 no, we can't take the the, oh, yeah. the common path. It's yeah. too easy. Right. Every time you take the common path, the, you, the, miss the fast, you miss something. Right. Or something will go wrong. You yeah. gotta go down the road the road less traveled. Yeah. And it and it's about it's really about slowing down. Thinking about what, but one, what you're doing in your actions, yeah. but also thinking like, what are you missing when you're driving on the freeway? You know, what, what, what do we miss by taking the easy road? Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, that definitely is about the journey as right. opposed to the destination. Because you could drive the freeway straight to that mountain, but the mountain was the wrong path, right? right. It, it ended up not being where they wanted to go anyways. Right. And, and in fact, where they wanted to be, where the, the this MacGuffin, right, the the was Phoenix back where they gem, started. was. Outside of their high school, yeah, like it was right at home the whole time. Classic, classic part of the theme of of journey, not the destination. The destination was where they started, right? So it wouldn't have been the destination; it was the journey, correct, to get there. And the older brother ends up being right that if we had taken the freeway, we never would have succeeded. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I don't. It it was really really good. And yeah. and and so in this world, right, their version of Dungeons and Dragons is called like Quest Adventure or Adventure yes. Quest oh, yeah, yeah, or something, yeah. Quest right? Of lore. Yeah, yeah. Quest of Lore. Because it's historical. Yes. Yeah. Right. And and that was the whole thing. Is in in this world, Quest of Lore is based on fact. Yeah. Like these are real spells. Yeah. These are real characters. Right. That the Manticore that the game has is a real lady yeah. who runs an inn that right. has been converted to a Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. basically. <laughs> right. Like, this is hilarious. Right, but, and, and she, <laughs> but, but, but that's the real manticore yeah. from the game. Yeah. And she's just let her life go into this other you know, yeah. direction. Uh, and they reinvigorate her it's, and whatnot. It's also a theme of not knowing your history. Because it's not yes. about not knowing mythology. It's no. not knowing your history. It's not. Nobody knows their history. Because because the Tom Holland character has never met his dad. Yeah. And yeah. so that is kind of the focal point of the the story of uh, is about finding you know getting to meet his dad for the first time. Yeah. Um, Oof. Yeah. No, I mean the whole part was done. Yeah. It's. Uh, I, I was curious yeah. how they were gonna do that with like the like because uh, you know it's. Established that he's—I uh, forgot the spoilers, but yeah, yeah. you could—it's just legs. It's just uh, yeah, the legs. bottom half. And oh, so yeah, I'm like, yeah. how are they going to make this emotional with this bottom half? Right. And they did. They did. And they successfully got to my uh, my heart's core. When, yeah. When, when yeah, when he <laughs> when he taps that that scene is just so good. And I'm like, God damn it, they did it again. Yeah. yeah. Did, it's yeah. just well, feet. When yeah, it was just, it's just, just feet. Because it was crazy, dude. Because it was legs. I was like, are they going to go the easy route mm -hmm. and go? This he can hear you, right? But he can't. No, like there's not. He would have been blind, deaf, only having feeling in his legs, right? Yeah, and there were some convenient, like he did, you know, like feeling music through the vibrations. Well, that not not necessarily that, but there would be times where it's like, okay, he's sitting down. Why does he know to sit down right now? Like, there's no indication that the legs would know to sit down at this moment. Well, no, I mean, he has, still has his mind, right? Sure, without like, his brain, but. But but if you were just a set of legs, right? Yeah. If you had, you couldn't see. You were blind, deaf, completely, yeah. and and 
How would you know somebody there's something behind right, you? Somebody right next to you sits down. How are you going to know that your son is sitting down next to you? I don't know. I, I don't Maybe know. That's the tugging like, of the cord or something. But, but that stuck out to me a couple yeah. times. It, 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 where it was like, how did he know to do that? Yeah. But other than that, like, I thought they handled and the realism of it actually really well. Yeah. And they, and they did, let it be a plot device. And they follow you. You follow them through. The, they lead you in through the process, mm-hmm. right? Um, how did this movie hit you? Like, oh. and you, you said in your heart's core. Yeah. But like the ending. Let's just say, like. Oh. Yes. I thought that was great. I thought the ending was uh, it was bittersweet, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, you know, like he, it's funny because you know, there's so many people I know or whatever, like that have had separated parents or someone passed away, and you kind of you get like the fact that he doesn't get to talk to his dad. Um, Okay, like he doesn't the, even get to see his he, face. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. He doesn't get to talk to him. It, it's, he it's, sees it from afar. He's trapped. He's, he's, right. Right. Yeah. And, I, I thought that was pretty uh, effective, though. How he's like, you know, you've basically been my dad. You've been like his tutu Barley, his yeah. older brother, and it had the. It's really about their connection and that, and you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, the whole it's checklist heavy. thing. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Spend uh, my life with him. Share my life story or whatever. Right. Like, oh. Yeah, but uh, and it's, we're uh, all sad. Now. Yeah, and only one, only one person met the dad. You know what I mean? It was right. only Barley, yeah. only for a minute, right? And he got his story complete when he got to say his goodbye because he, oh he yeah, talk, right. He yeah, talks yeah, about yeah. how he he was supposed to go say goodbye to his dad, and he saw him all hooked up to all these tubes. When okay, he, I missed that part. That was when I went to yeah, the bathroom. Got it. And I saw that on Reddit cool. when I was looking things up, and yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was actually, I thought that was really heart-wrenching. It's oh, basically, yeah. like, his dad was sick, he was, in a, uh, he was on, you know, on his deathbed or whatever. Yeah. All hooked up all these tubes, he's supposed to go in and say goodbye, and he saw him hooked up like that, and he couldn't do it, and he ran away. Yeah. So he never got to say goodbye to his dad, and then at the end, he finally gets that yeah, that moment to hug his dad and say goodbye. Yeah, then, oh. It also seems like the yeah. mom also had made peace anyway. Yes. Yeah. So she, it wasn't like she wanted to get like she wanted to see her husband again. Like she seems no, she fine was, with her main man, yeah, right? Yeah, her, uh, uh, Colt Bronco. <laughs> Colt Bronco. And so, like, uh, so it's nice that it focused really on the one person who it really mattered. Right. Yes. I'm sure Bar- they all would have liked to have spent 24 hours of course. with him, you know? But when they Barley couldn't... Barley got his, what he needed. All of the characters got what they needed, right? Right. You know, obvi- that's one common when you're writing movies or whatever. I've, I've studied some script writing. Yeah. They talk about, give your character a want and a need. Right. And by the end, sometimes one of those... The, Pixar does this really well. They give the character what they need, but not what they wanted. Okay. And that's when we yeah. get those stories where it's like, oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah. so good. Yeah. And it's those bittersweet endings where they didn't get what they wanted, but they still got what, what they, they needed. needed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Toy Story oh. 4? Oh, the end? Yeah. Yes. Like that, like Pixar has nailed yeah. that. Yeah. They're really good at that. Yeah. Um, what Pixar used to do was it's the secret life of blank. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. see if this thing had emotions. Yeah. If yes. this thing had if, emotions. If, let's see if emotions yeah. have emotions. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. If cars had This one was different. It was a dream. Like, it did seem very DreamWorks yeah. in the sense that it was breaking what we think of the Pixar formula. Um, I think the first movie to break the quote-unquote Pixar formula was Coco. 
a brave. Bra- oh, oh, yeah, right. yeah. Brave. That's yeah. Was, yeah, that was like that felt like yeah. a Disney Studios yeah. movie. Like a princess it was like a fan, movie. It was a fantasy. It was a fan. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Her mom just do a bear. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's a fantasy. But it, yeah, that kind of broke the formula. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, all those classic to me, like Pixar. It's it's Toy Story to Cars one is like the that's the classic Pixar movies, and then it's like then it's the golden era with Ratatouille, Wall-E, yeah. Up. Toy yeah. Story three, holy fuck! But then yeah. after that, it's uh, it's it's Cars two, which is the abortion of the. Uh, right. <laughs> the then yeah. they abandon and they, kind of take yeah, this and new. Yeah, and so I feel like we're in a different time because we've had a lot of sequels in Pixar mm-hmm. the last few years. Yeah. And so I feel like now is when we're going to see them sort of exploring other things, original concepts, and, and trying new things. Yeah. I like this story it was closed, shut. There's no way there's going to be an onward yeah. two. Yeah. You know, no can way. there be a Disney Plus show? <sighs> Just about two brothers. Sure. Right? I guess. Exploring magic. Because there is a world. There's this magical world without I, magic. I personally would be happy if they didn't touch it. They let it be what it is. Yeah. And it's... In their mind, though, if they didn't get the return on investment that they wanted, yeah. they might milk the concept. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like there's a Monsters cartoon coming out, right? Yeah, I think, yeah. That would... Post Monsters University before Monsters in Monster, right? Mo- uh, Monsters at Work is what it's Monsters called. Monsters at Work, yeah. Huh. I, I think it has I to do between the this. movies, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And so I guess they could shoehorn sort of any any uh, any of those stories. Uh, yeah, but and we could see other characters in the same world. Yeah, you know what I mean? like the Manticore, maybe her, sure, right. her story. Yeah, what she goes. Yeah, on. right. Um, people from her past coming. Coming to her, you know. I mean, they have literally have the whole like s- shorts for Forky from Toy Story oh, yeah, 4. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like that are educational. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> uh, they can do so much, especially with Disney Plus shows. They're not just they're not TV shows anymore. They're like short movies. Right. Yeah. Mandalorian movie quality. All the Marvel shows that are coming out for Disney Plus, it's movie quality stuff. Yeah. So you don't have to sell your concept short anymore. No. Yeah. Not with Disney Plus. Um. Yeah. I, I want to talk about the world, a little bit. They so so there were a couple. I I noticed. I don't know if you saw, um, the restaurant right at the beginning. They go to yeah. the, he, where, the tavern. Yeah, no, the, the Tom Holland when he goes to the fast food restaurant. Oh, okay, yeah. And he sees yeah. the guy or whatever. Yeah. It says now serving second breakfast. <laughs> oh, which okay. is a little nod like to little, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, little, little jokes. Like and that, yeah. yeah, and there were a lot of little things like that. Apparently, I didn't see this one, but I read about it that there was a store a store called the Stored the Sword and the Scone. <laughs> okay. Like just little yeah. fantasy, like and apparently yeah. that that um, they created like a task force within that just did that, that references just made like that. little Easter egg references yeah. to keep that fantasy genre in there. They called themselves the Fellowship, this <laughs> okay. the, the task force. Yeah. That was a bunch of dorks. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. It, it literally was that they just took all the geeks that knew all of the fantasy. Right. Stuff and shoved in little Easter eggs here and there. Not to, you know, none of them drew focus at any point. It didn't feel like shoehorned in, but it was just nice little things for like, oh, I get that. Yeah. Clever. I love that. The gas station I noticed was called Swamp Gas. Yes. What did, first thing that came to mind for my, I don't know whether it means anything else, was Swamp Ass. But, (laughs) but is there a a reference, like Shrek, Swamp Gas? Like, I don't know. I'd, I mean, it's cro- I don't I, know. I, I, maybe Swamp Ass. Yeah, but it was called Swamp Gas. 
I don't. It could. I mean, I don't know. I, Unless that's a, a term. Of, is there a term called swamp gas? That's uh, uh, from gas from a swamp. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe not that I. I maybe, but not yeah. that I'm getting the reference of. Have you yeah. had uh, uh, Cracker Barrel before? Uh, no, it's, uh, I don't know. No, but the, uh, yeah, I think, I, I love, there's a lot of great, like, humor in the movie, and that's what yeah. I loved about Monsters University. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that, uh, that very relatable scene where he's in the classroom and there's the big ogre with his, like, foot, and he's, oh, like, yeah. resting it. Like, it, it just brought me back, because I'm a, I'm a big man, but I don't have, I'm a, I'm a six foot six fetus, basically. No, I'm, uh. I'm a, you How know, tall are you? I'm six six. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. But wow. uh, I know I'm actually a dwarf on stilts. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. But uh, it is. It is. Uh, there's so many great uh, gags in that. Like the scene with uh, I forget what's their stepdad or their their mom's. A dude. Colt Bronco. The, the Colt, Colt Bronco. Bronco. The, the yeah. centaur. Yeah. Yeah. This, when they yeah. when they uh, possess when they look like him. However they do that. Oh yeah. They do spell. illusion. Uh-huh. illusion there's yeah. just there's so many great. I loved how they did that, by the way. Oh, yeah, that was the, really cool. The, the, yeah. the in the illusion, out of the illusion thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jump back and forth. It was yeah. just, I thought that was a really it was visually, It was visually cool, and it, it was made, funny yeah, when it made every a lot lie, but the, and then the lies ramp up. Because mm-hmm. in the beginning, he was fine with not lying. It was mm-hmm. easy, and then it ramped up. Right. And so... Um, I liked that the magical has consequences. Right. I think yeah. that that's something that... Um, uh, Magic gets needs consequences. Yes, that gets forgot, forgotten about in, yeah. in movies a lot. Um, where, um, yeah, your your magic has to have consequences. Whenever yeah. you have powers, yeah. right, that has to come with some sort of cost. Yeah. Um, and I thought that they did that well. Yeah. Um, you know, you really have to devote a lot of concentration to be able right. to perform these high uh, amount of you know technical ability spells. Right. It's not something innate. Correct. Like Anakin Skywalker. Right. You don't just, right. It's not just born with power. Yeah. No, go right. use it. Yeah. Um, Robert, did you have any criticisms of the movie? Any low points for you? Anything you feel could have been done better? You know, I well, uh, unfortunately, I was falling asleep by the end of the movie, not because I wasn't entertained. I yeah. thought the movie was great. But uh, I work in a grocery store, and because of the coronavirus, uh, it's been insanity. So I was emotionally uh, exhausted and mentally. And But what I loved about that movie is that, uh, you know, I could try to nitpick it at things, but I can't really find, especially talking about it now, it makes you appreciate uh, just how, like, they defined things very well. The, the, it's funny. They didn't go, because the, the, the one criticism, I guess, could be... Uh, I didn't feel no. I actually, I don't know. I can't really find anything wrong with the yeah. movie. I thought it was good. I, um, yeah. I mean, I think they, 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 the characters got what they needed. Uh, there wasn't really anything else. I was. I think the the thing with the dad, I was concerned about because I felt like you know, what are they going to do? What else could they do with that? But they actually used that. I think just the right amount. It wasn't. There wasn't another scene. You know, with them. Uh, and the dad's dong. I don't know. <laughs> the dad's dong? No, no, I don't because there's only so much you can do with You're the right, bottom right. half. Oh, and it yeah. made that, oh, They did just the amount yeah. where it, yeah, I don't know. They gave it the amount of comedy that it needed to be where it wasn't like 
the only bit. It wasn't the only joke yeah, that they yeah. were using it for. Because I thought it was going to be like a weekend at Bernie's type I, yeah, thing. Right. Which there is some of that, which is great, where the right. cop is like, hey, yes. sir, you had a long night? He's wobbling. and That's funny, but there wasn't a lot, because they could have easily killed that joke. Yeah. They, ran it into the ground. Right, and they, they didn't. They, yeah. they handled it well. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie. I actually can't think of a criticism of the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only, the only one that I already kind of talked about is like, there were a couple times where I was like, how... How does he know to stop walking there? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, can he? Fe- and I just wish they had explained or kind of shown like him either feeling out, like, oh, I feel you sitting down now. Okay, I'll sit too. Yeah. Or or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but but all of even that, it was just like I just wish they had done, added a little detail to it. Right. Uh, not as much of, like, oh, that was bad, or I don't believe it. It right. was just like, I, I I'd like to see just a little a little something. Yeah. I think the That's only really nitpicky. Yeah, I, I think the only way this movie could have hit more for me isn't on the fault of Pixar. It's on the fault uh, on the fault of me. If I had a brother, sure. I don't have a brother. I have a younger yeah. sister, and our relationship isn't like that. Mm. It wasn't like oh, I taught her everything she knows. It wasn't like that. So it didn't hit the same way for me. Sure, and that's fine. Yeah, right. That's the only way this movie could have mattered more to me mm. uh, is if I had a brother. And again, that's not a movie thing. Uh, I think yeah. each Pixar movie, though, is hitting very much more specifically as time goes on. They're getting very specific with their with their strokes. Mm-hmm. Pixar is hitting their stride where they're like, we know exactly what works. I think Disney in general is doing this because mm-hmm. yeah. with Marvel, especially with Marvel, Marvel knows exactly what movie they can make to make it make sense, to make it a good movie, to make it fit in the universe. They know exactly what, and then they play around with the stuff they can play around, the other variables. Mm-hmm. But I think Pixar is the same way, but now they're going really specific. Yeah. Like Coco hits differently for people uh, in different ways, right? Absolutely. Like, uh, 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 especially... Um, we can uh, all appreciate it. We can all appreciate it. But, uh, again, people uh, 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 of that culture that, that have the uh, ofrenda and the, and the whole thing, like, it's going to hit them differently. Of course. And that's fine. It doesn't have to. Um, we're, I think we're getting that a lot with movies in general. Because uh, uh, Black Panther is going to hit people differently. Yep. Captain Marvel is going to hit people differently. Coco is. This movie about two brothers might hit brothers a little bit differently. Yep. You know? Or and again, trolls. it's something that. Or, no, or trolls. Or you know? No, and, uh, and absolutely, <laughs> like, you know, if, if anybody who's who's had to deal with parents, like, right. you know, not having a parent in their right. lives or something, that's going to be a factor. Like, right. It's, yeah. You know? Um, and. Uh, the way Toy Story 3 hit me, the whole thing about growing up and giving up your, like, toys and stuff. I still haven't given up my toys. But that if I did, it would be me. very similar. <laughs> uh, no, but the goal growing up and almost, like, moving forward, and, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Onward. It's going to hit that. Yes. Onward, yes. Oh, the, the moment with the, um, where he sends Guinevere the first up into the... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, he sacrifices the van. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. It's a mental auto. Right? Yeah. Like it meant more. The van was about his father, but he has his father here. Right. right? This he, is all. He was. He wanted the one. His van was like his baby, basically. Right. And, and Did, wasn't it linked to his father? He wanted to show it to him. Oh, okay. He was like, I, I want to show off. Yeah. Um, but in that moment, he was like, it's you know, we got it's we got to make the sacrifice. Yeah. 
I, I loved what they did with the van, honestly. They, it like, gall- like blew the tire and then it galloped, Yes, right? when it yeah. starts galloping. <laughs> when you to kick on the ignition, it like neighed. Oh, did yeah. it? Yeah, so, yeah. It, was, it was very soft. It was subtle, yeah. but I was like, hit, nice. Yeah. The, the Pixies, too, I thought were uh, great. Yes! Yeah, yeah. yeah. The oh, biker the Pixies? I was like, well, how are they driving the bicycle? They were at each part of the thing, you, working in unison. Um, that was that awesome. part seems magical. Colt Bronco not being able to run very fast was like very physical, right? Yes, it, in, and they did they did deal with that. Some for some people it was like you know your magical abilities like flight are things that you uh, that you haven't exercised. Yeah, um, which I think is kind of technically what it boils down to for the Pixies too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, they once they tried, they tried, right? They, right when they, they had it. to before yeah. they splatted into the ground or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Wait, did they die? The Pixies? <laughs> no, they stuck the land. They, okay, they started yeah. flying right before they hit the ground. Then it was like a grotesque scene. Where <laughs> <it> was, um, <laughs> they, they get flung from the motorcycle or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right before they hit the ground, they start flying. And they're like, yeah. oh, we can fly. Yeah. Same thing with the Manticore. She learns to use her wings again. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So they, that's right. It was, it was a lot about, like, you know, you yeah. can still do these things, magical people, if you just try. Yeah. So I don't want you guys to rate the movie per se, where does it fall? Uh, this is just closing thoughts, right? Sure. Where does it fall in the whole scheme of Pixar movies? Because the way I see it is Pixar movies are all great. That's tough. And it's yeah. just hard. Now you got to compare Pixar movies to Pixar movies. You know? That's yeah. tough. I, I don't know. It, it's a, it's pro, I, it's, uh, it's a it's a hard... Pl- I think I, I'll probably uh, go to bat for it. Uh, I'd rate it higher just because I think it's, it's going to fall... It's not going to get the same uh, uh, attention and yeah. like affection. Yeah. And I thought they did a great job with it. So I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I give it a an A. I don't know. I thought it was yeah. a good movie. Um, do, you, do you feel like it's in the top third? Like, a, uh, like if there's three yeah. brackets for Pixar, sure. is it in the top third or like that middle bracket? Probably not. I mean, I'd put, I don't think I'd it's put it in my top third. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd, I'd put it in my top third of Pixar movies yeah. in general. Um, do you feel the same way? Yeah, yeah, it, I would too. Because I feel like uh, th- this is like a weird point for Pixar to, to to follow all of those like legendary, those classic movies now yeah. that are brilliant movies. Yeah, uh, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it can 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 sit alongside those. Yeah. I I will say I I think that a lot of my enjoyment from this movie came from the fact that I relate to it both as a brother and as a a, a fantasy nerd. Right. Right. Um, I think that the story in its own is pretty simple, right? Yeah. It's textbook. It's like, yeah. we have to do a thing. We have 24 hours to do it. We got to go get the thing. Yeah. Um, so in terms of, like, actual, like, the story isn't particularly, like, convoluted no. or crazy. Um, it, it's about the characters and the world that is what makes it a, a favorite movie of mine. Right. So I wonder, I, I don't know if others would share the same opinion if they can't if they're not high fantasy fans, if they're not, you right. know, I'm sure they'd still enjoy There's it. But a I fantasy but element in the brothers that I think for, for tie me, in people's enjoyment. For me personally, yeah. Um, and I, I think that I, I, I wonder if others would still put it in their top third. Let's say yeah. it, it may because there's a lot of rules in it. It may mm. some people may not like that. It might be too mathematical. Like, mm. oh, what is the spell? You know, they might not. Even though uh, it's very yeah. simplistic, right? People just get turned off by that right. by rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is why we live in the world we live in today. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I, for me, it's like the top of the of the middle bracket. Sure. Term. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. 
And I was like, okay, it's solid. It's yeah. solid. There's nothing to, you know. Um, uh, again, even like Coco, which I thought was beautiful, is not one of my top Pixar movies. Mm. Just because, like, I like it. I also don't actually don't like the main song that much. But the point being is, is that like Coco is still solid. Yeah, yeah. That middle bracket for me. Right. Uh, you know? I'd probably yeah, align it with Coco, like, because I really enjoyed Coco too. I probably, yeah, yeah. Because um, there's certain things that are so clever about how they did Toy Story or right. some of those movies for the time were just like uh, phenomenal, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, but but I think the whole thing is it's not even about the technology. It's always about the story, and this movie had that and it had heart. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's what made it great. All right. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that is all the time that we have today. I mean... We got through a lot, so yeah. thank you guys so much for coming on the show for sure. and sharing your thoughts with me, with the audience here, with the random passerbys that didn't ask for spoilers, but no, maybe got they em. got them. Maybe they got them. You know. I hope you saw the movie. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you guys out there for watching the show. Um, but for you guys, where can we find you guys next? Uh, well, I'm on Instagram at Chewbacca. Maybe it'll appear on the screen. It'll appear on the screen and on the podcast if you want to spell it out. Okay, Shub, S-H-U-B-E-A-C-C-A. -A. Um, committing to my Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, you're love. a Star Wars fan? No. Oh, okay. No. Right. Um, and if you're in downtown Fullerton, you can come see Improv Improv at the Maverick Theater on Friday nights at 11 p.m. Sometimes I'm in those. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I do stand-up comedy uh, pretty regularly. You can find me on uh, Robert Land Pod on Instagram. Uh, so I'm, I'm in a band, uh, Dick Neptune in the Microwave Ovens. What, what's it called? Uh, Dick Neptune in the Microwave Ovens. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah, we take ourselves extremely seriously. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's all fun. Uh, Robert Land, look up the podcast. Uh, it's on all the streaming devices yeah, out yeah, there, yeah. services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, I think it's really cool when, when we have like other podcasters on too. Because it's like, all right, we're part of the same community. Yeah. We're brothers in arms. Pod positivity. Pod yes. Is yeah. that a thing? Okay, I got it. Hashtag that. Well, we, we crowned a lot of terms today. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember half of them, but I'll watch it in post. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you guys so much for watching the show out there. You're either watching it on YouTube, youtube.com slash the key, or you're listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud. One of those three, you're listening to it. We have the full unabridged audio on our podcast and then the abridged video on our YouTube page. The abridged video? It's a abridged. The, 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 un the unabridged and then the abridged? Yeah. No, the abridged. The abridged video, the unabridged audio. You lost me. Not together. Anyway. That right, is, cool. That is right. Yeah. Who's on um, first? Yeah. Uh, who's on first? <laughs> who's on first? Abridged is Cliff Notes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's our, that's oh, our video yeah. uh, on YouTube. I'm if you are on social media, you can like, comment, subscribe to us on, on YouTube or on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, those are at The Keeg Show. Uh, uh, we're also on uh, uh, Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash The Keeg. So you can follow us there. We post some news. We try to keep people updated with Geek News of the Week there. Uh, so it's pretty cool. You can find us pretty much everywhere. Uh, I do want to thank uh, behind the camera talent, uh, uh, Paul Lau. Uh, who's here, but I will stop him from talking. Do not talk. Do not even say hi. Say hi, Paul. Hey. Uh, and we got Matt Morey also behind uh, the camera helping us out, uh, doing their parts. I want to thank them 
Uh, also want to thank uh, 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 Enrique uh, uh, Munoz uh, that uh, helps us, you know, he helps us film here over at uh, Comic Hero University. So thank you guys so much out there. So many people to thank. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, next time, uh, we're going to have guests Graham Bechtel and Andy Rice. Uh, Andy Rice will be back on the show uh, for next episode. So uh, stay tuned for all we have to offer. Uh, once again, uh, I'm your host, Mitra Pereira, and this has been The Key. Super fast.